Is it cliché that our childhood shapes us? Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to Signpost for Living with Dr Kirsten Hunter and we've got gorgeous Kristen Coggan here. Hello darling. Hello. 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 I I know I always sound this. I, mm. I, I always say that I'm excited by a topic because I'm a bit of an excitable person. <laughs> But yes. I really like this topic. You really? I really, really do. I really do. So um, people often say to me, um, uh, I love it. They say, look, I'm really sorry to sound cliche, but, you know, this thing happened in my childhood. They say that. Or they say, does it sound cliche that I really think this comes from my childhood? Or I say to them, can we talk about issues in your childhood? And they look at me like I'm being cliche. And I know I'm overusing that word, but... The point is that there's this big stigma, I think, that people think you turn up to psychology and you talk about your childhood. And use it as an excuse or something. No, no, I was going to say, and you do. Yeah. Like you do. Um, and and yeah, I just thought it'd be really lovely to just sort of join the dots a bit. Yep. And, and it's so relevant because we all are exactly where we are right now and there's a certain component um, of our current situation mm. where we have actively been shaped in our childhood oh, for sure yeah and um so i think it's good to kind of tap our you know tap our hat to that if mm. that's is that a saying and tip, tip our hat tip our hat thank you darling yeah. and um and and sort of break it down for a bit mm-hmm. yeah yeah so basically um how can we not be shaped by our childhood that's i think exactly that yeah it is what it is Yes, absolutely. You are what you are because of what how you were influenced. Yep. This little babe comes along mm. and, um, oh my gosh, massive topic. This little babe comes along and how responsive are the parents? What is the parents' mental health like? What mm-hmm. is the state of their relationship? What stresses are happening for the parents? You know, are they are they okay or are they actually having all these stresses which mean that they're in a stressed state or they're, they're distracted mm-hmm. elsewhere? Um, you know, even, uh, you know, are you there and you've got a sibling who's got health issues mm-hmm. or did you have health issues? Um, were you conceived child number 10 or were you desperately achieved, um, conceived as, as IVF and mm-hmm. they're cotton wooling you? You know, um, mm-hmm. all of these variables happening around you mm-hmm. and and you're shaped enormously. Yep. It's, it's, it's you, ca- you, you can't put words around it, can you? No, and it's... It's um, it can be even you know what your neighbours are like if you live near them for the first twelve years of your life. They they're shaping you too. Oh my if you, gosh! If you know them well, and you know there's so many influences. It can be anything. Yeah. When when I was um six years old, I adopted the neighbour as my father. And why not? Yeah. No, I used to scale the six foot fence and um used to spend every day with him and him his animals. He had lots of animals. Mm-hmm. And um, I adopted him because he took the time with me. And loved me and cared, and he and his gorgeous wife couldn't have children, mm-hmm. and my dad wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every day, you and were over there. every day I was over there. It was awesome, and um, we're still in touch today. Oh, isn't that nice? I know, I know. And um, you know, if I had have had a wedding as such with my gorgeous John, he would have been involved, but we kind of eloped. You did with, you know, t- took certain people with us, but yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, no, um, it, you're right. The na- even the neighbours, mm. it's amazing, isn't it? Mm. And 
the mental health of the parents. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you have a parent who's anxious and they go around, you know, with this apprehensive sort of hypervigilant response, the world mm-hmm. could hurt you. You start to learn the world could hurt me. Mm-hmm. If you've got parents who um, are, you know, even even if they're hoarders, then mm-hmm. you're ironically going to become probably a very tidy person. Mm-hmm. So it, you don't even necessarily copy what's around you. That's right. It's how you, re- you react to it. It's not mm. not dictated what the reaction will be. Yeah. Are you As shaped such. to yeah. follow or shaped to go the other way? Mm. You know, you might have a, a parent who's got alcohol and that's their lifestyle and, and that's your lifestyle and you become, mm. you know, somewhat of an alcoholic or you hate alcohol. Mm. Often yes. goes the other way as well. So enormously shaped, hey? Mm. Very much so. Mm. And I think if, well, for me, if you reflect on it, so I think about what shaped me, but I also think about what I'm doing and how it's shaping my kids. Yep. And you're guessing a lot at that. You don't know. Sort of, It's. I feel like you're investing in something, but you don't really know what the payout's going to be at the end of the day. No one can predict it. If that does, Am I making sense when yeah, I say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of pressure, actually. And now that my kids are getting that little bit old and they'll talk about things that happened that they remember and you think, hey, I have no re- recollection of that whatsoever. Yeah. Or be really that's how you saw that and or how you interpreted that that day or that scenario or it's weird isn't it yeah it's it's fascinating isn't it because it mm. kind of it's it's sort of looping back to you and you're getting the feedback mm. yeah absolutely mm. um and i you know if we look at a micro level as well there's this young child and the child is relatively a blank canvas mm-hmm. and the child comes into the world and you know, they're quite omnipotent to begin. They, they think that the world revolves around them, and they should, mm-hmm. um, unless they've been incredibly neglected and then they've not had that luxury. So, you know, we're talking two, three, four, and then when we hit around four, five, we start to realise there's other humans in the world mm-hmm. and they have different minds and different needs and we have to start to become a bit mindful of them. And then we kind of hit five, six, seven, and we start to say, who am I? And unfortunately... Um, we have this programming to say maybe I'm not okay. Mm. So we go from I'm amazing to <laughs> may, maybe I'm not okay. And at that point, we are literally being programmed. Our little wiring is taking place mm-hmm. and we're saying, who am I? How do people relate to me? What can I do? What can't I do? What's the world like? How do I get on in the world? So incredible level of programming happening and that all that programming gets laid down, and we call it self-talk, mm-hmm. um, self-schemas, and um, you know how how we then go on to have our self-confidence, our self-worth, how to negotiate peers, how to negotiate conflict, how to advocate for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and also you know our aspirations. I mean, if you've got mm, parents that definitely. say you can do whatever you want, but actually you've got to do the hard work then mm. the child's going to have this broad view. Whereas if the child grows up and thinks, my family do this, mm. um, then they're going to feel quite restricted. Yes. It's just huge. It is, it is. Absolutely yep. huge. I mean, I've got, you know, we've got our beautiful five boys, right? Mm-hmm. And I say to them, please, I have a lot of friends who are doctors, so please don't be offended, but um, <coughs> you're about to be. I, I, I say to my boys, are you sure you want to do medicine? Yeah. Like, that's the conversation. Are you sure? And not because of the study required. I've got no problem with that. I did 11 years of uni. Mm-hmm. I've got no problem with that. But just this year, if you do a spe- become a specialist, the hours you work, mm. um, it's very, very hard to be a parent 
and to be parent focused if you work full time as a doctor mm-hmm. um, and the stress levels and the health impact on your health and you know do you want that lifestyle mm-hmm. is what I'm saying right yes um, and you know three big boys um, the conversation has gone around that that kind of topic and I'm kind of happy that none of them are doing that yet. One's thinking, mm-hmm. but whereas other other families, if 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 they even thought about being a doctor, they'd be like, "Oh, that's impossible. I could never do that." It's funny, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Whereas I'm like, "Please don't." It's, <laughs> you know, it's 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 mm. fascinating. Mm. But you've got the broader picture of what it means to do that, and I think some people would think, "Oh, my my child's going to do medicine. Uh, haven't I been a great parent to get to get them to that point? Like yeah. it's a payoff." They want to go and say, oh, my child's doing this. Yes. Yeah, because yes. they're having a bit of an ego wank. Yes. Mm. It yeah. is very interesting what that reference point is. Mm. I've had some kids who have been pulled from school because the parent says, you know, schools, you know, we schools, we don't need school. Mm. You know, schools for those sort of toffee-nosed people and there's a prejudice against people who pursue education. Yes. You know, so incredible shaping, mm. hey? Mm. Yeah. It is, and it's funny. So, um, disclosure: I, I've had a child that didn't finish school, mm. and I desperately, desperately wanted him to. And I thought the world would fall in and sky would fall apart if he didn't. Mm. Um, and he didn't, and he'll be okay. He'll be okay. But I reckon I've shaped a bit of um, self confidence or a lack of self confidence in him because I was the way I was. If that makes sense. You know, the irony is if, if the world did end and the sky did fall down, your child would live longer than mine. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's, he's much more capable in he's so many so ways, capable. isn't yes. he? Yes, he is. And, and, and I learnt too that it's, just about, it's actually about being happy mm. and having choices. Yeah, yeah, and, and really living your and own life. And being a good, decent mm. human being. That's. But are you saying that you kind of put accidentally might have put onto him mm. your kind of assumptions that he wasn't? He wasn't following that. Yeah, path. because it was the be all and end all. To me, it was that's what he had. That's what everybody has to do. Mm. But I think I, um, I, I probably shaped some negative stuff there as well. But I didn't realise that's what I was doing. Yeah, if that makes sense. But but what you were doing was wanting wanting for him the best. Yes, and you were thinking that's what the best was. Yes, so it was inadvertently that pressure yes might I wasn't have been felt. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know and parenting's not about getting it right no it's about getting it right most of the time yes and and always having a good heart mm. so that they know that you mean well and you've got good intention mm. and um that kind of thing i'm gonna make him listen to this podcast now so that he uh, knows that <laughs> we love you <laughs> yeah, yeah you just it's hard isn't it so yeah it's just i guess what i'm getting at is your childhood shapes you Mm. and the childhood you give your children shapes them. Yeah. And it's something just to be... You don't have to be aware of it and get it right, but just something to be mindful of, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so if you're... When you're in the here and now and you're saying, hopefully you're always learning about yourself and mm. and, and wanting to understand what am I doing right now? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's my approach? Mm. Um, you know, is this helping me or not? If it's helping me, do it more. If it's not helping me, let's look at that. Mm to work out what's shaped you mm. from the past. And um, we've all got, as I call them, hot potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have, at some point, put in the work to sort those things out. Yes. Which is, you know, you can get the bulk of it done. There's always mm. always tweaking. 
Yeah. And something that you inherit, inherently believe in because it was how you were brought up or something, mm. you know, sometimes it's you, you've got to bend or have some flexibility in that thinking. It's not all about the way you think it's has mm. to be. Did it, yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And we can be weird with it. I mm. mean, sometimes we can have, like, for example, my father was a bank manager, right? So mm-hmm. he was good with maths. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he was also a very creative person. Mm-hmm. Weird combination. And I'm a very creative person. You are super creative. And I'm also good at maths. I'm also good at English. No, it's no, actually... Don't roll your eyes if you're thinking I'm bragging, because I'm not. I'm, no? I'm, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what is it? It's probably easy to say what you're bad at, because you're good at a lot of things and most things. So. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. That's a long list. But um, what I was going to say is, when I um, went through school, I didn't like that I was good at maths because I had issues with my dad. Okay, so you were, yep. So I even played it down, and I didn't like that. And, um, and I had to struggle with being okay mm. at maths it's ridiculous yeah. right and then I went and became a, a psychologist and one quarter of psych when I went through was statistics I'm a statistician I'm a statistician that has to admit that I'm good at maths um it, it, so you know it's talk about having issues where yeah. it's it's a lot of inside outside upside down you know mm. you you can have attributes and you don't really like them mm. Yeah. And I guess what makes you, it's, it's unique, isn't it, to everyone, like your fingerprint? Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I love meeting people, as you would imagine. Mm. When I meet people, I'm always kind of learning about them mm-hmm. and figuring them out and joining the dots. And um, in session, that's one of the reasons I, I love my job, is that I have got a capacity to be able to feedback to people joining their dots. Mm. And, you know, most people are kind of halfway there. Um, some people have really kind of really quite quite mm. excelled and, and, and they've, they've not got a lot more mm-hmm. learning to do. Whereas some people, they are just babies. Mm. And I might say something that's, you know, you don't need to be a psychologist to say and it's a revelation. Mm. So I love people learning because when you learn about how you've been shaped, who you are, how you think, mm. how you, what your programming is and how you've been shaped, then you've got a choice whether you're going to continue with that path or whether you're going to say, yeah, I don't actually sub- subscribe mm. to that. That's yep. not healthy. And then you've got choice and, you, and you're in a, a strong mm. position. So mm. knowledge is, is power, cliche, again. That, that word that I can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get you to spell it. <laughs> you know I'm going to keep texting you that word to Yes, you. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's really interesting. It's really yeah, it interesting. Yeah, it is. It's so interesting. And you could talk to someone. See, I... I'm not a psychologist, but if I were one, these are the sessions I'd love. Yeah. That's <laughs> so interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and when people come along and they say, um, I just want to talk about the here and now, I do not want to talk about my childhood. Mm-hmm. That's red flag, bing, bing, something's bing. gone there, we need to get there, we'll yeah. get there eventually. <laughs> I say to them, well, you know what, you just put, you just put you know, my, my right arm behind my back here, and, um, and why don't you want to talk about yeah. your childhood? Let's not talk about childhood. Yeah, Let's talk about why, why you don't want to talk about childhood. And, you know, boom, we're there. But um, that's really interesting that, that you know, often, in, 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 this is not a good thing, but what I usually find is that they've actually gone and seen somebody, they've actually tried, and it hasn't gone well, mm-hmm. and it's it's been a lot of heartache without the reward, mm. and so they don't want to go and put themselves out there again, and I think that's just really intelligent. And I think, too, if there's a big – if there is something there, sometimes it's, it's so draining – it's so much energy to rehash it and tell someone the story again. I agree with you, but it's also profoundly cathartic. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. I always say, you know, it's like, well, let's get the gravel out of the wound. You know, it's not mm-hmm. fun. It's not fun. But but afterwards there's this incredible relief. Mm. And to feel heard mm. with someone who really cares mm. and really wants to understand you. Yeah. Um, and, and someone who, relative to your skills, is a bit of a surgeon. You know, mm. they know their stuff. Mm. Um, you know, if you go to a psychologist and they are not amazing, don't go because your time is precious. Your disclosure to them is, is absolutely, you know, is an honour mm. to come into mm. someone's world. And so you do need someone who's, who's, who's pretty damn special yep. to match that. That you resonate well with. Yep, yep. Yep. We call, we, I call people a, a clean skin when they haven't been to a psychologist before. See, that's what I call cattle and bulls that aren't branded. <laughs> what? what? How, how can you be going, what? That's what a clean skin is. No, isn't that, isn't that like a, a bottle of wine? A bottle that doesn't of wine? have a label too. Yeah. Yes. So it's not labeled. So, sorry. Uh, so you're talking about cattle that mm-hmm. hasn't been branded. Mm-hmm. It's a clean skin. Oh, we are bonding. <laughs> It's not just you that teaches, you know. It's me. I've got the this knowledge there. Darling, I love your brain. That's why I always ask you to come along and chew the fat with me. I love it. Well, there you go, everybody. There you go. Stop and stop and reflect. That's what it's all about. Hey. That's it. Now, you've got a hot tip, don't you, today? A you red too. hot tip. There you go. So, bear with me, people. Signposts for Living is what you've been listening to with Dr. Kirsten Hunter. Do you know my name? I do know your name. I do know your name. And her YouTube channel is Psych in Your Car. And if you could head over and subscribe on YouTube to Kirsten's channels, that would be very much appreciated. So do we want to subscribe or do we want like? Both. Both. Okay. We want you to do both. Do you don't have to listen to it all. What's good about that? I'm not a... I'm not I, know, a I, I'm, I don't know either. I just know it is good. It does and good it helps, stuff. It helps, it helps your content get out there more and help more people. Okay, people, please okay. do that. Yep. So if you could do, you don't have to listen to us again, but just do that over there on great. YouTube. That'd be great. At Twitter, Kirsten is Kirsten Hunter AU and her webpage is KirstenHunterAuthor.com and Facebook is Kirsten Hunter Author. As is Instagram. So just remember the Kirsten Hunter Author thing. You'll find her. There you go. Thank you, darling. Appreciate it. No worries. See ya. Bye.